Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I am Lauren, a.k.a. Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks. Last time on Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. No, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. So, last time on Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks, things happened. But this time on Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks, we're missing someone. See, it's the holiday season, and as everyone knows, during the holidays, people get busy. People get busy with all kinds of stuff. It doesn't matter what you celebrate, December is a really super busy time of year. So, we're missing one of our players. We're missing a Travancore. Which means we're going to do something else this evening. First, let's talk about what we're drinking. I happen to be drinking something incredibly festive. I have a polar bear. And a polar bear is delicious. It is hot chocolate and Baileys and peppermint schnapps. And so I am pepperminty. Carlton, what are you drinking? Uh, so friend of the show, Reagan, brought over Prosecco for Christmas dinner last night. So I'm drinking Prosecco. I'm drinking something other than beer or hard liquor for once. And you've got a very swanky cup. I'm very impressed. I got it from Ikea. <laughs> Ikea is wonderful. <laughs> and cheap. And cheap. Jonathan, what are you drinking? Hi, this is Jonathan. I play Jonathan Magimuscular. And tonight I am drinking uh, another cocktail of my own design. It is 7-Up Vodka and Lime Juice. And since it is 7-Up and not Sprite, uh, if you remember the famous 7-Up uh, 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 marketing thing that happened the seven up yours this is an up yours putin very okay. nice and no I, and i am drinking it in my in my nice little rogue one glass that i got at the alamo draft house this weekend it is designed Ooh. by mondo tees i have one of those very very cool I want yes one of those it is very it's awesome very i nice. almost forgot it i I, I had one of their bourbon bitters drinks, and I had a couple of those and then a couple of vodka tonics on the day, and then I didn't realize I had forgotten it until the next day. Fortunately, they let me come in and pick it up before we left town. Also, one last thing. I am, of course, wearing my I, I cast Magic Missile t-shirt. I wore this while grocery shopping uh, earlier today, and some store employee actually came up behind me and sort of raspily whispered, I attack the darkness. Yeah. It was funny and kind of creepy all at the same time. Yeah, creepy. You can I've had a lot of gaming up till now. Very, very creepy. Jewels, not Bernie, for reasons that we'll explain shortly. What are you drinking? That's a very good question. <laughs> <laughs> so I am in Prepare Canada. Prepare for lots of questions tonight. I'm in Canada, and uh, Stephen, in his fridge for a like workplace secret Santa, got like this beer sampler and so he's letting me have some of that i'm drinking something called munich gold which is i guess a blonde ale it's good it's from hacker pishkor 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 i don't know it's spelled p-s-c-h-o-r-r it's german it's right? german it's very german luke there's <laughs> luke p-s-c-h-o wait p-s-c-h p-s-c-h-o-r-r P-S-C-H-O-R-R. How would you pronounce that in German? Ach, Freundleben. It's Schor. You would pronounce sure. it? Schor. So by Hacker Schor. Thank you, hubby. Sure. Sure. I'm like, sure. I've been drinking it for a while, so I'm probably going to have to 
I don't know how that works. But I will at some point go get another one. And I just ate a Reese's peanut butter cup Christmas tree, which don't tell Steven. <laughs> mm, so good. <laughs> I saw cheap ca- cheap Christmas candy at the store and I only I had to stop myself for being one bag. You know what? Fuck it. Um I haven't re- I haven't said this before, but I'll say it now since it's relevant to what I'm going to say. Uh I'm diabetic. I found this out this year. It's yeah, it's a bummer, but I'm trying. This is a light episode, so I'm not trying to bring anything down. It's fine. I'm dealing with it. I'm on weird new drugs that have the reduced the amount of. Yep, uh, I I'm I have the beatus, but I'm on weird new drugs, and it is fine. But it is the reason why I can't eat Christmas candy, or at least <gasps> I shouldn't. Uh, so, but there was Christmas candy on sale at the store that I was at earlier, and I bought a bag for for Lisa, my lovely wife, because she should be able to tr- eat. Uh, Christmas candy, and and so that's why I didn't buy more because it was there was like three bags for five dollars on sale. So were it not for this, I would have probably cleaned those fuckers out. But it's fine. Um, uh, as a note, one of the reasons that I've cited previously for not drinking has been that, and it's one of the reasons why you haven't heard me drink beer in a while. But according to my dietitian and endocrinologist, a vodka is just fine. Vodka actually can bring down my blood sugar to dangerous levels. So if you're hanging out with me at RTX and I'm not looking good, slip me a piece of candy, please. Ooh, piece of candy. I might tomorrow text you, Jonathan, and say, so now that you're sober, I'm going to ask if you need me to cut out a small portion of this episode. No, 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 no. (laughs) I I am most definitely not sober. Uh, and, and, And I, okay, now I get what you're saying. But it's fine. I was gonna. I was actually thinking about talking about it um, for a while, and I keep. I I hate vague stuff, and I know medical things are kind of like some people don't like talking about it, and some people do. You know what? It's yeah. fine. I've talked to lots of people privately about it. It's fine. I feel and bad. We all love okay. You. When you first told me, my first response was, "Oh no, you have the Wilford Brimleys," and I was like. Maybe I'm trivializing something that's pretty important here. You are, but Jonathan is also the kind of person who does attack serious shit with humor. So. Yeah, I know. I say this as he's like taking a selfie. He's I, like, ah. I, so, friend of the show, Lori, I, I, I texted and was like, I'm drunk. And she's like, I'm as sober as a nun. So I sent her, uh, she requested festive pics. So I sent her one. So... As I said, we're we're short of Travancore tonight. Poor Jenga couldn't make it. And in our various discussions about what we were going to do and if we were going to do anything, Jules said, hey, I can run a game. And so we're doing something out of time. And Jules is actually going to be DM for this evening. It's going to be non-canon, although we can maybe decide it happened. I'm going to be playing Soria. Can we caveat this with not only is it going to be, hey, I just found the stats for my battle dog. (laughs) (laughs) For Coco Snoop? I put them on a sheet of paper and put it in my notebook and I just looked down. I've been looking for it. It's like right there. Happy Hanukkah. Here's Coco Snoop. Here's Coco Snoop. So Jules. Coco Snoop's definitely It's your show. Go nuts. So let's preface this by saying it is non-canon. It's also going to be a little bit different than how we usually D&D. If only because okay. the rules, like Jonathan's memory tomorrow, are going to be a little hazy. Ah. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Vodka. What world are we in? What's it called? Whatever world Faerun. you like. Faerun. 
In the world of Faerun, it is the magical season of Yuletide. Ooh. Which is like the Wintercrest Festival, except with more Yule. Except with more Yules, plural. Z. Yules. Um, now, Soria and Carlton and Jonathan the Magnum Muscular are making a long trek over to see their friend Dorvin. Man, I, Bucks, I, I, I know I didn't, I didn't really know what to get you, buddy, but I hope what I did get you is, is very nice. And if you, if the camera pans over to Bucks, he is wearing a tiny festive red scarf size just for an owl. Uh, Carlton, it pans over to Carlton. He's got like a white brim hat with a little like red felt with a little white ball on the end. And he's like, happy Jules Tide, everyone. Happy Jules Tide. It's Jules Tide. It's a J. Jules Tide. It pans over to Soria, who is wearing a red hat and has her wings wrapped around her body and is is looking over at Buck's envious and saying, I kind of wish my feathers were as thick as yours. You do wish your feathers were as thick as Buxley's because you are in the middle of a blizzard. And it's oh, cold. Oh, no. That's exciting. And you are looking for a place to spend the night because as the sun goes down, the temperature is dropping and so is your visibility. So I'm going to need everybody to make a series of perception checks in order to make sure you actually stay on the road. All right. All right. I am going to do that. This is for very good the perception. muscular, imagine muscular. It's too much snow for the muscular. Okay. Are you going to make one for Bucks? Yes, I'm doing that now. Oh, Bucks is way better. The The birds have it. So, Ari, uh, Carlton, what was yours? 16. Jonathan? Uh, seven. And what was Bucks's? Bucks's was significantly better. Uh, ba, 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 13. So he got a 17. And Soria. Soria got a 22. I, in my <laughs> head, I just need to tell you that in my head, Soria is Canadian. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! I'm I'm. No, she can't be Canadian because she'd be totally used to the snow and everything. Yeah, she'd be she, super like, she used to the snow. She long ago migrated south and just like never fucking came back because she was like, oh, sorry guys, but I gotta get out of here. Um, but yeah, no. she's named. She is named after. She's named Soria because she, um, her parent, one of her parents is Canadian, and that's that. Sorry. I'll accept that, but she is definitely a southern bird, and so while she sees everything, she is cold as ice. Shivering like fuck. Okay, so Carlton is like, I see. Carlton, you see the road. Soria sees the road. Jonathan is shivering and cold and not paying attention, and you start to veer off because it's just one big snowdrift. It's about, I'd say it's like five or six inches of snow right now. Except Buck saves the day at the last minute and literally grabs you by the nose and pulls you back onto <laughs> no, the no, no, okay, thank, Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to reach out and I'm going to grab Jonathan seeing, seeing Bucks do this. I'm going to grab Jonathan by the hand and I'm going to say, we, we should stay together because this could get really bad really quickly. And I'm just going to hold his hand and I'm going to grab Carlton's hand and be like, I, we, I, let me take your hands, everybody. Because we're together. the three best friends that anyone could have. I, I say, my speciality is fire. Why can't I set everything on fire? Fuck God. Fuck God. Ah. Well, later, ah. later, later, later. Ah. What Once you know is that even a wizard can't 
really light the entire snow on fire. <laughs> All the snow. All the snow goes on fire. All right. So you guys are continuing on the road for a few more minutes and you start to move through a small wood. And again, the sun isn't fully set yet, but now that you're in the shadow of the woods, it's colder. The snow's still falling pretty heavily and it's darker. So make perception checks again. Oh. Right. And you're going to make a group perception check. So as long as most of you pass it, we're going to be good. Oh, that's asking a lot. Okay. Don't worry. I got us. Because <laughs> you're holding hands. If you guys weren't holding hands, You'd be fucked, uh, as as Jonathan is demonstrating. Bucks, Bucks is, saves the day. Bucks is way better at this than All I right. am. Carlton, what's yours? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Obo, what's what's yours? Eighteen for sh- for Soria. Okay, Jonathan, what'd you get? Seven. And what did Bucks get? <laughs> 17. All right, all right. So you guys, it's it's dark. You're kind of like I pretty sure we should get the fuck out of here but like don't know what to do you can only keep going and again Jonathan is like oh you guys it's this way um but you guys all have his hands so you you manage to pull him back it's a bit of a struggle because he's like dead set on remembering what way it is because that's like kind of his thing but eyeballs aren't right now his thing so you, you pull him back and you keep going and after a few more minutes you make it out of the woods and I want Jonathan let's see what are you going to roll to remember shit history everybody make history checks oh okay. <laughs> something something, something that Jonathan, I'm not good at. Jonathan the Magic Muscular is actually good at <laughs> oh, something was Soria okay is at. not good at Ooh. <laughs> Her jack of all trades makes things awesome, but something she's just not good at, and that's intelligence things. Let's see. Uh, Soria, how'd you do? I got a three. Soria, you have no fucking clue where you are. You know that if you stay on this road, eventually, at some point, Dorveen will be there, but it's getting the point where it's snowing so much that you're not sure your life will be there at the very end. <laughs> so you're like, guys, I'm really cold. I'm really cold. You hope there's houses. There might be houses. Who the fuck knows, right? All right, Carlton, what'd you get? I got a 16. All right, and Jonathan, what'd you get? 23. Jonathan, you remember that uh, on this road, there's a lot of farms, but this is also a post road. Uh, so there has to be some place nearby for the horses that take the post east-west, which is which way you're going, there has to be some place for them to stop and change horses on the post wagons that take all the mail. So you and Carlton decide that once you get out of this wood, you're going to start looking around for a mile marker because if you're anywhere near mile 20, you know there's going to be an inn nearby. Okay, I I go on the side of the road and using my... My vast intelligence, I try and posit, where might a mile marker be? And I'm going to set the side of the road where that is. I'm going to put a firebolt on it to try and melt some of the snow. Okay. So, um, yeah, do that. Roll. Do you need to roll for that? Is that... (laughs) Uh, Well, like, I need to roll to hit a target, but if I'm firing at the ground... Are you going to try uh, to, like, cut, like, a swath? Like, are you going to hit I, singular, or are you going to try to make it, like... It, 
It's going to be singular. I don't really... Probably I about mean, a five-foot radius. Actually, I have burning hands. I guess it's up to you if, I, if you think I could, like... Because normally burning hands is an instantaneous cone effect. If you feel like, since I'm not trying to damage people, I'm trying to melt snow. If I could go, like, instead of the normal cone, I could go whoosh. Then I, I could do that. I will let you burning hands that shit. All right. But you have to agree to let Carlton hold on to the back of your pants because you're going to get lost again. Okay, that, that, that's fine. I say, stand back, buddy, as, uh, as, Bucks, as, I, as I get Bucks out of the way and he flies over to, to Carlton's shoulder. And I go, whoosh, where I think there should be a mile marker. All right. I feel like there should be some kind of check for that. How about luck? What's luck? There's no real luck stat, what? unfortunately. You could have me do... I mean, he does a have survival. to like, roll to hit the ground, and depending on how he rolls, you no. can decide Birdie. how well he hits where he's aiming. Yeah, Burning hands is a save. Burning right? hands is a save. You could oh. make me, since I'm not using the spell as intended, you could have me make an arcana check since we don't have spellcraft anymore. You could do that so, like... If I do it well, then I have a better chance of creating a big swath. And if I don't do it well, then I'm just kind of like, and and I lose control and I only burn like one spot. And, and then. Yeah, I like that. Do that. Dexterity and Arcana. Do both. Okay. Doing both. Yes, I'm. <laughs> with a, a, and DM Jules, with a sleight of hand of nine, does Jonathan the Magic Muscular notice that I'm tying a rope around his belt? <laughs> Um, you have advantage on that because you're in a fucking blizzard, so roll once more. Okay, sweet. With a 16, do I notice Carlton doing this? Yes, you notice, but the question is, do you do anything about it? Oh, no. Okay, good. I'm not getting near. Look, look, Jonathan decided that he was going to set the mile marker on fire, so Soria let go of his hand and took a a step back and is basically just keeping an eye on everything, waiting to run away. Okay. Okay, so hold on, Carl. What was? <laughs> and it's a good thing she's ready to run away. Oh, oh shit! Okay, all right, so... hold on, Carlton. Do you wait, Carlton? What's your sleight of hand? Seventeen to make a child leash for Jonathan. Carlton, you make that leash, and you make it, and you tie a knot that looks suspiciously like a monkey book bag. Okay. Yeah, it looks like Carlton's <laughs> one of those children you see in the malls. Not Carlton, sorry, fuck me. It Jonathan. looks like Jonathan's, you guys all have the actual same name in real life, and then you have all the names that sound the same. Jonathan. Welcome to my life. <laughs> Jonathan looks like he's trying to do this, and he's like sitting here, he's like, okay, okay, I gotta, I'm a, we need. And you're sitting there. And you like do it doesn't just loop around his waist. It comes up under his armpits. And then it's like there's Boy Scouts weeping somewhere for the knot tying skills. And it makes a little <laughs> monkey that's like hanging on his back. And the tail is now your leash. All right, cool. I've got Jonathan on a child leash. Now okay. that we have that, Jonathan, what was your arcana check? My Okay, so my arcana check was 14. Okay. Because I'm I'm a boss at Arcana, so 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 that. Now you wanted me to make a dexterity check. I did. That's a three. <laughs> I rolled a one, and I have a dex plus two. I guess I can add my proficiency to that. Uh, so that is a six. So you're very cold. 
I'm very so cold. <laughs> and you get your like cone cone heat hands. You like get your hands and you start that spell and it's going really well. You're like, okay, I I got this. And so you're like, you know what? I I could just like melt like the rest of I could just do a big long line. And you get about like five feet, you're like pointing your hands. And the wind is blowing, and all of a sudden you can't control this spell like you thought you could. And so instead of like a nice straight line, you kind of have like a zigzag pattern, and like <laughs> it's kind of just like you've gotten like drunk and you've <laughs> and you've tried to cut a path through the snow. And it's not, I mean, it's messy, it's bad. You've got about 25 yards of uh of just hot melting mess and like about 10 of it is actually where you think a mile marker would be do i see a mile marker so in this zigzag hot mess you're gonna have to make one more perception check i say (laughs) just him or can we all do that yeah all of you guys can do that you're like sitting there you're like oh that was your plan 16. Carlton got a 16. Jonathan, what'd you get? I got a 10, and Buck's got a 13. Okay, and Soria. A 21. All right, so this is just like, the snow is melting, but it's so cold, it's starting to refreeze. And so instead of like, you know, six to eight inches of snow, you now have this like trough of of mud that's turning to ice and there's not a lot of visibility and the only person who sees something probably about like 15 yards ahead of you is Soria and she's not quite sure what it is but it looks like looks like a like a stone looks like a stone that's like probably like three feet tall and she can sort of see it and she thinks it might be a mile marker and I'll point at it and I'll say Oh, I think you missed it, and I will head immediately for it because that's because you're not holding on to anybody now. Jonathan, no, I follow her, and I I follow her, and I tug Jonathan's leash. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> okay, you come guys... on, son. We don't want you getting lost at the mall again. Okay. All right, fifteen feet. I'm there. I'm at the stone. You guys go to the mile marker, and the mile marker says twenty. So you guys know you've been walking for a little while. You definitely haven't seen anything. You've probably been walking for about a mile. So you know between 19 and 20 there was nothing. So you're pretty sure that if you can keep walking for like at least another mile, you will probably hit on a post end. I say, guys, it's, I guess it's that way. And and that I, I guess I say that before I get tugged. We got this. We can do this. We can find it. And and I will just keep an eye out as we go, looking on both sides of this road for any sign of habitation, because it's cold. Have Buck's roll a perception check. All right. Uh, Buck, is this based on sight? Uh, yeah. Okay. Because Buck gets advantage on that. Drink! Drink! Hey, drink 20 for, for Buck. That is a 23. I I want everybody else because it's dark and blizzardy to roll a I do believe in spooks check. And <laughs> what, what are is we that adding to that? <laughs> You're adding nothing. You're just gonna roll a d20, and this is gonna be your bravery dice. Oh my god! I Jonathan the Magic Muscular is Oh god! I'm so scared, guys. I'm oh my god! To... Carlton, so fucking spooky. I'm so scared. So guys, spooky. It's, gonna, it's cold, and I don't know what's going on. Soria is gonna take a moment. 
and she's going to sing very quietly to herself as the sun sets and it's getting dark and she's gonna she's gonna start to sing um there's no such thing as ghosts. There's no such thing as ghosts. And so she's going to uh, inspire herself. <laughs> Meanwhile, Carlton and 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 Jonathan the Magimuscular are muscular hugging each other going, Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh, so spooky! So fucking spooky! It's cold! Too spooky! Core, and I just want the cold to go away! So you don't really have a voice of reason in your party because Bernie stayed at home because she doesn't celebrate <laughs> Yuletide. She celebrates... Bamus. She celebrates Bamus, where you light a lot of candles and drink a lot of lemonade. Um, and <laughs> so Soria, Soria like knows enough to think there's nothing really out there on a night like this. But Carlton and Jonathan, you are... You're scared shitless. Like, you actually have considered the fact that shitting your pants right now would keep you warm, so it might be a benefit. Oh my god, Carlton, body heat, you, buddy. Have, you have experience body heat. with this. And you have experience. Everywhere you look, like, you can't see very well, but you're looking around and you just start to imagine eyeballs watching you and creatures stalking you. And what's worse is that you don't know if you, you want to be attacked right now because it'll keep you warm, or that even though you don't have very far to go to where you think this post-in is, you're you're probably going to freeze to death. Now, Bucks is annoyed as shit. <laughs> because Bucks is like, you're being ridiculous. And Bucks, I'm with you, bird buddy. Bucks can see a light ahead. So Bucks uh, is going to convey that to you through her his um like weirdo like telepathy. Bucks is going to try to calm Jonathan down and let him know that not only is everything going to be okay, but Bucks can actually... Bucks flies up and gets the lay of the land, and in the far distance, Bucks can see a tiny little light. And Bucks is pretty sure that that's the post-in. Oh, wait. I'm getting a message from my faithful owl. He says there's a light that way! And I... I point in what I assume is the correct direction and I assume I get tugged in that direction it's up to you guys oh yes I I trust Bucks if Bucks sees it then that's the way we should go let's just let's just go in that direction and get out of this cold we're gonna be fine guys come on come on come on come on we're gonna be fine at this point Bucks flies over to Soria's shoulder And, and she she gives uh, or uh, Bucks gives uh, uh, Soria a look that only bird people would recognize as mammals. Am I right? I speak to <laughs> I I misunderstand the look and speak to Bucks in uh, Aracochran in Orin, and I say, "Yeah, mammals. Let's just let's just get inside. I'm cold. Come on, guys. Come on. Let's go. Let's go." And Bucks and I will lead the way towards the light. So, okay, you guys keep on walking. You're like, are you in hustle mode? Are you like, are you like, we're oh, yeah. out of the woods? Yeah, we're in fucking this cold is like, mode. This is like some Wizard of Oz getting through the field of poppies. Like, let's do this shit. Let's ring the doorbell and then find out it's broken and then knock. Um, yeah, we're not even doing the dancing through the poppies. Soria and Bucks see that the men in this party are losing it to ghosts that aren't there and, and grab them by the so, I'm not wearing a shirt right now, so I'm really getting starting to feel cold. Like, yeah, Soria has very long, little I, on, so. Me to feel cold, but you're like nipples. I'm cold. Your nipples are like you could Ping! you could slice through meat with them. 
could could I body slam somebody and do slashing damage? Five more minutes and I would give you half damage. Okay. But anyway, yeah, we are we are booking it as fast as as the slowest person can go. All right, so you guys like are booking it. You get about 200 yards and a very small inn starts to materialize. And you guys get the sense, even with your limited visibility, that there is nothing else around. There's, you're getting closer and closer and you start to see what you think is a stables. That's a generous term because there's probably like four horses in there any given time. Uh, that's about all it can hold they might have to double up some nights and sleep in bunk beds like it's real tiny Uh, but there's a light in the window there's a light in the main window you can't see anything else but the light because everything's frosted up Uh, but you head in and you get to the door who's open who's going in first well I'll go who's first in your line of your chain of I guess Soria would be first Soria and Bucks are probably leading so I'd say Soria's gonna grab the door handle and open. Yeah. Bucks, like, flies on ahead, and Bucks is like, this is it, this is it, this is it, this is it. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And I don't know how Bucks says that, whatever, like, owl language, so it's like, hoo-hoo! Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly no, what he does. Exactly. And all the juggalos come out of the woods, and you die. I actually, this is a good opportunity. I have a quick question about how Bucks communicate. So, obviously, there's the telepathic connection that he and I have. He's still an owl, so he still, like, can hoot, right? Yeah. Does he understand common? I guess he would. Sort of? Hold on. Are you asking Is he like the screech owls that uh, mate next to my window? I'm asking, now that Jules has joined the DM club, I'm putting it out to every single other player who is literally a DM. I can give you the answer for everything after this, but as far as today, it's whatever Jules says. Right now, Bucks can hoot. And so anytime Bucks is saying something, it comes out like, like, it's like, I don't know. I mean, like, I have screech owls near my house, and do you know what they do? They go, (laughs) (laughs) What was that? I I missed it. What was it? No, we're not doing that again. But Hootie Who can be... (laughs) He can either call the Juggalos or he can call Missy Elliott circa 2002. But that's <laughs> pass that. Dutch. So he can pass he that. He actually has a like a normal owl doesn't really have an intelligence, but he's not a normal owl. So I guess I'm wondering, like, if 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 Carlton or Soria were to talk to him in common. Or in Soria's case, Eric Hogan would would he be under? Would he understand? I that? would say. I would say he can understand what you guys say. He just can't speak it. Okay. I would say, if anything, he can communicate with Soria. It's 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 DM's call per game. You don't speak bird language, my friend. Well, and technically, uh, Eric Coker and, and, and Oren are their their own language. I would say for the regular game that, yes, that Bucks can understand common th- thanks to his... Actually, I, I would say he could understand any language that Jonathan can understand thanks to his connection to Jonathan, but obviously he's an owl and can't speak it. Yeah, he can't yeah. And he can only... That would have been my answer, but it's not my game, and it would be different for every DM's game. Yeah, I yeah. would say he can, like... Let's just have Bucks communicate in a series of sarcastic facial expressions. Well, of course. That is just fine. That's always... He understands what sort... He understands the languages you understand... 
he understands Soria when she's speaking Air Cochran because bird languages have root the same the same like ancestral language. So it's sort of like, like romance if you're languages. Spanish. It's like it's like right. Spanish oh, so you, and Portuguese. Or sp- Spanish. I don't and think Italian. I should say yeah. Spanish okay. and Portuguese because they don't like each other. But that doesn't mean they don't have the same root. To oh, they their do language. have the same root. It's like it's like <laughs> it is like Spanish and Portuguese because Portuguese has Gaelic influences. So there you go. The pronunciation's a little off. The words are different in a lot of cases. But he's like, oh yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm just not going to admit right. that I know what you're saying. So Soria opens the door. You guys go in, and you find. A very inviting, tiny little inn. You're in kind of the main area. It's deserted, which you're not surprised. Not even the like locals who hate their family are out on a night like this to get drunk and forget them. They are sucking it the fuck up at their farms with their aunt who says all the things that come to her mind. Now, when you say tiny, do you mean like it's one room or like a dwarf owns this place? I mean, it's one room. It's probably like you would expect in an inn, you would expect essentially a big main area with tables, a very large fireplace, a doorway swinging back and forth between the kitchen. You would expect like a 50 foot square room at a good size inn that serves a large community, especially one that's on a post road because you're going to essentially get traffic riding on the post coach. Um, But this is probably like 15 by 20 feet. There is a stairway off in the corner that leads upstairs. If you had to guess, there's maybe like three rooms in this inn. And there is still a nice big fireplace. It's just not as big as the ones you've ever seen. And it looks about enough to heat this room and that's it. And there is a small but well-maintained bar. And behind that bar, uh, there is a creature. And you guys are going to do some perception checks to figure out what kind of creature this is. All right. Soria only got a 13. So she's uh, she saw the creature, but then she saw the fire and immediately just went for the fire. <laughs> huh, warmth. warmth. Bu- <laughs> Both Bucks and... Uh, oh, wait. No, Bucks has advantage. Hold on. Oh, my God. Bucks has advantage. Why, <laughs> why was there a D10? I don't understand the D10. Um, so Bucks gets a 15. JMM gets a 10. And Carlton gets an 18. Okay, so, um, sorry, yeah, sorry, you're by the fire. You're like, hi, hello, yes, okay, um, I'm cold, and, um, you go by fire. the fire. You're like, fire. That was an amazing story. <laughs> that was a pretty impression. good story. Um, and the per like, this, this person is, 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 has been cleaning the bar and kind of just like, okay. Um, so sorry, Carlton, what'd you get? You got the highest one, right? Uh, yes, 18. And Jonathan, you got a what? You and Buck Scott. Jonathan, the magic muscular, got a 10. Bucks got a 15. All right, so you and Bucks kind of noticed that this looks... I mean, you don't have many dealings with gnomes, but, like, this looks a, a little bit like Bernie. And you're like, maybe this is... This could be a... No? Is it a... Is it a halfling? And you're, like, you're trying to classify, like, what this creature is. And you're just kind of like... Uh, uh, and then you 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 kind of you're kind of like you're just confused. Jonathan, you know immediately that this is a goblin. You mean Carlton? Yeah, Carlton. Fuck me. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> this beer's big. Um, <laughs> Carlton, 
you know it's a goblin, but it's not it's not a kind of goblin you've ever seen. And it makes zero oh. sense for a goblin to be running a post end. But and so you are you're like on your fucking guard. And Jonathan's just like, Bernie? And <laughs> and the creatures and the creatures just creatures just cleaning, 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 cleaning. Um you guys are stopped in the door and uh she looks up and she goes are you gonna come in? Are you gonna leave the door I th- open? I think we're already in. Carlton, close the door. Close the door. I, I, I close the door behind me. I'm not going back out to the wood pile tonight, so you better come on in and stop letting the penguins out. I can't blame you. Soria is still like back to this creature. Doesn't care. Fire. Is there? Is there? Do you? Are both birds yours? At this uh, point, Soria turns around and say, "says I belong to no one, ma'am." Good. That means you're going to pay for your own room, right? Probably. Good. What about you two? Do you speak? Uh, Do you have language? Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, my name is Jonathan the Magimuscular, and I am very cold. Uh, but yes, I, I can. How many rooms do you have? Well, let's see. I've got, I've got three, and there's, there's, th- there's three of you. Perfect match. I, you, if you it. would, I, I'd appreciate if you pay for your own room because no one's coming out tonight. And usually, usually I make a lot of money on Yule's Tide. People around here just don't very much like their families. They like each other. But everybody needs that escape, you know. They all come to the bar and they drink. But with this blizzard going on, I'm not going to make any money. Now, there is one room and it has two. It's got, it's got two double beds. So if you really need to save some money... I guess I can let you split it. I'll take the double bedroom for myself. Okay. What about you? I'll push the beds together. What about you, muscle man? Oh no, I'm I'm good in I'm good in a single. That's fine. Or I can bunk up with this guy. That's also no, fine. no. I'm getting both beds. I'm pushing them together. Oh, okay. Like 1950s, like marriage. If you break it, you bought it. You break it, you bought I, it. I, I I won't break it. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I clean those rooms, and you don't look like a clean type of man. What are you? Orc? Uh, half, half. Uh, only orc on my mother's side. Oh, uh, well, yeah. It, it's usually how it goes. All right, and, and, and do you need a nest? I don't, I don't have any, I don't have any, like, twigs. I mean, we've got some kindling, but there's not. No, not really. How much are, how much are the rooms? Um, you know, let's say I'll give you, I'll give you a discount. Discounts are good. It's going to be one gold each, and I don't want your owl shitting in my inn. Oh, no, no. Bucks, Bucks is housebroken. He's fine. Are you sure? Bucks gives a, gives a really owl look. Is he still on my shoulder or is he on yours at this point? He is he is most definitely on Soria's shoulder still. Okay. <laughs> he'll come back once we go to bed, he'll come back, but for now he's like, I'm sticking with you. Okay. You don't have any horses, do you? Because that's extra. That's extra. No. Nope. No, horses. no horses, no bears. No no bears today. No no bears. It's a thing. Don't worry about it. We don't we don't house bears. As long as you don't have horses, because let me tell... All right, so if you pay now, it includes a meal tonight and a meal tomorrow morning. Great! And Sorry immediately Great. comes she over. She holds out her hand. Puts, puts a gold in and is like, perfect! 
and then goes I, uh, back uh, to the fire. JMM also puts a puts a gold in the goblin's hand. I I I, I give a gold. I'm like, what's your name, ma'am? I didn't I didn't catch it. My name is my own. What's yours? Hi, my own. I'm Carlton. You're a special one, and aren't I, you, Carlton? And I hand her the gold. <laughs> so you, as you get closer, Carlton, you kind of realize that like. She just looks not like a goblin. She looks like she's probably part goblin, part something else. And okay. it everything in this inn is human-sized. And everything you know about this area says a vast majority of the population is just human. Um, so okay. so something's up that she she's either not an asshole, like your initial in, <laughs> initially <laughs> thought, or, or something's fucking up. Um, that she's able to run a post in, in a, in you know, in a farm town and not get run out for being a goblin because she's very definitely part goblin at the very least. So she's like, "Thank you, you guys." Um, and she reaches underneath the bar, and she pulls out three keys, and she's like, and she kind of like looks at them, and she's like, uh, "This one, this this one, this one's the one with the double bed. Just don't break it." Um, our chef made a big Christmas dinner and then went home he kind of assumed we'd be having he made the Yulmus and he thought we'd be having at least well well Larry no Larry just got a divorce so he doesn't really have money and he's spending time with his other in-laws at least 15 people were going to eat here tonight. So as you can see, really, if you have an appetite, if you go through that door right there, it's in the kitchen. I, if you don't mind, do you need drinks? Are you going to drink? Oh, I would yes. love some, uh, yes. some mo- spiced wine if you have it's it. Yul- it's, it's Yulmus. Happy Yulmus. We have two kinds of beer. Dark and light. Ooh, I'll take Can a Can I dark. get one of each and have a medium beer? <laughs> drinks are not included. I that, say that, that I shall start a tab, and I, I I I fork over two more gold. All right, to start my that'll tab. buy you, that'll get you as drunk as you look right now. So that's that's plenty good. And what about yeah? What are you have? So, so the wi- the the wizard with muscles is having is having what dark dark dark, dark beer. All right, it's it's not bad. Um, when Larry's wife left him, he started brewing. We used to only have the light. Uh, but he's, it's, it's much better. Um, well, last year he poisoned four people and no one has died this year at all. So we consider it a pretty big improvement. And she pours you a pint of dark beer. <laughs> uh, what about you, Orc Man? What are you, what, what are you going to have? I'll give her a gold and I'll say, pour both the light and the dark into the same glass for me. I want the medium beer. <laughs> oh, do you have taste buds? Uh... Not anymore. That's what I thought. And so she does that, um, but she leaves some room, and she she uh, she reaches under the counter and she pours out like a glass bottle with um, what might be vodka, but you don't know because they don't have vodka in this universe. So who the fuck knows? Probably know, some kind of some kind of moonshine. Because she's not officially selling it, and she gets out a, a double shot glass, and she pours it in there, and she drops it in, and she goes, one medium beer. I, I like you, and I just, I chug it. All right, Big Bird, what what is it for you? You drinking? Uh, no, I'm going to actually stick with the water, because um, drinking and flying don't mix. But I was just- Do so you, you fly? Said the- 
Is that, does that, I've never, I've never met. Can you fly? Well, I, I don't have the wings for show. Oh, that's really, I've always wanted to fly, but I'm stuck here with these human assholes. So, you know, they don't do much flying. They do a lot of plowing. Yeah, well, you know, they like digging. I never really understood that. Why why are you here with all these humans? I mean, I'm I'm stuck with these two, but that's that's a whole different story. How how'd you get stuck with them? How does anybody get stuck with a bunch of humans? Well, I paid them to help me. But I make quite a bit of money here, you know. And when the post carriages come through, people make some great faces when they see mine. All right, so what you're not drinking? Do you want a water? Nah. I've got water. It's clean. No one's gotten typhoid here in years. I would love to roll an insight check and make sure that that is true. All right. <laughs> Do it. All right, that's a 14 as Soria hears her talk about this clean water. How Actually, clean is yeah, this water? The water's really clean. The water is clean, and uh, no one has gotten typhoid in this community in many, many years. Most, okay. And you can ask her why, and she'll gladly tell you. Well, uh, I'll take my insight and trust her and be like, oh, great. No, this is great. Um, Jonathan, do you need anything for, for bucks? I can get for, because we're, I'm going to food. I heard there I've was food. You said there was food? Crumbs. Do you eat little thi- owl? Do you eat? Owls don't eat crumbs. You eat, we, we don't have any rats. I got rid of the rats. I say, bucks will enjoy any kind of meat you have. And I was like, isn't that right, buddy? And bucks like looks, looks at me, looks at, uh, looks at the goblin and starts nodding like mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. um well depending on what i don't come from a community with table manners so i don't know how i mean i have them now but i remember a time when you head into the kitchen to get some food anything's fair game so that goes for you little owl got it <laughs> sorry we'll make a beeline at that point for the kitchen if bucks wants to ride along she's more than happy to, to bring him along but she's gonna kitchen because she's warm now food yeah i stand up real quick and i rolled a 12 on my constitution check to see how oh yeah both me- of you need to roll constitution checks okay doing it <laughs> all right well doing i got it. a 12 on my con do i do i am i able to stand up oh god Jonathan! oh Soria gets to the door, turns around, and Jonathan is just face first on the ground. <laughs> I actually, so do you add? Do you add? Pro- you add proficiency to those checks, right? Uh, it's usually Profic- just straight modifier. Okay, so if it's straight modifier, I get I get a five. Okay, and what do you get, Carlton? Uh, twelve to stand to withstand my medium beard. All right, Carlton, you you stand up, and and you stand. You do stand, and you is kind he still of standing sway? after all this time. Picking up the pieces of my life without you on my mind. (laughs) (laughs) She is a bard. You sway to the right, and you sway to left, and you put your hand on the bar, and you remain standing, but you did not expect what hit you just now. I I like this medium beer. Fuck. (laughs) Jonathan! You stand up and then you fall down. <laughs> oh, down, down I go. You go. <laughs> Thump. <laughs> it looks like I, he had I, a I collapse into beer. a drunken muscular pile. Oh, and the goblin, the goblin goes, "Oh, oh no, you're not really drinkers, are you? I just assumed with those muscles, better. you'd have a higher tolerance." The muscular pile holds up a hand. He's like, 
I thought I was. Here, I'll go. I'll tell you a secret. Little bird lady, um, give him some of your water. And Saria looks down at her water and gives a sly look at Jonathan. And then looks over at Bucks. Okay. And comes on over and hands... Um, there's still half a glass of water she's been drinking quickly. So half a glass of water helps Jonathan with some water. You want some water? Yeah, I'll take some water. You drink the water, and normally it's like drinking water when you're drunk is a precaution at best to keep the hangover at bay for the next day. You drink this water, and you like almost immediately start feeling better. Oh, that, that's that's a hell of a water there. Here, keep going, keep going. This this we're gonna, and then we'll get some food in you, and then we'll put you in bed, and then you only have like half a hangover tomorrow because it's it's just you know I'm sure there's some good food in there, or at least food, even bad food. We should get you some food. And Sori is gonna try to start picking him up, but with a strength of eight, is gonna fail miserably, and kind of look at Carl and be like, "Hey, can you, can you help? Can you, I know you're kind of drunk I, too, I, but can you get it? I, 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 I got him. Okay. I got him. Then we'll try to pick him up, get him on his feet. Twenty-one. I got him. I got him. I got him. Mm-hmm. I got him. I almost didn't get him, but I got him. I got you got him. him. I got him. I got him with 21. I'm gonna Okay, so I'm going to say you guys, John, you didn't have any water. And No, I I, I, I Yeah, she poured she poured two shots of water in there. No. <laughs> different kind of water. The fire water. Fire water. Yeah. Fire water is a good name for it. Um so Carlton didn't have any water, so he's stumbling and Jonathan, you're not like past the fuck out anymore, but you're like just slightly better than Carlton. And and poor Soria is dealing with all this bullshit. And you guys head to the door, and she says, "I are you gonna drink more? I'd like to go to bed." Yes, bed is probably a good idea. We're gonna eat, and then we're gonna bed because I've seen them when they're this drunk. It usually takes like five or six hours at the Running King. I don't know why it's kind of happened now, but yeah, well, bed bed's probably a good idea. Thank yeah. you. I bet the Running King waters down their booze. Hey, so Dorveen, she's pretty hot, right? Right, she's but, um, hot. Sh- well, I don't. She's hot. I don't. I don't. I. I don't go for tieflings, but sure. <laughs> How about half orcs? When all else fails, <laughs> just give them more water. I'm gonna lock the front door. No one's coming. Don't let anyone in here. And nope, not gonna. She hops down and she kind of like bustles over the front door. You see her pull a big key out of somewhere that you didn't think she could have been hiding. And she turns the key in the lock, and she's like, your room keys are on the bar. They're on the bar. Bird lady? Bird lady? Yep. yep. The room keys are on the bar. They're not gonna just look. Your room's one, two, and three. I'm in room four. That's my room. If you can't get them up the stairs, let me know. Mary Ol's tied. And she Bye. Happy Jules Tide. Yeah. All right, all right, all <laughs> Happy right. Happy Jules all right, all right, Tide. Right. And so she she just she she walks upstairs with the defeat of a woman who is whose Black Friday became a Red Friday. Sorry's gonna continue to try to push the two men into the kitchen towards what she's been told is more food than they can handle. All because right. food. So uh, are you you're is everybody going through there's it's a swinging door? Which is good. I would like uh, Carlin and Jonathan to roll dexterity checks to see if the door hits them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and you have disadvantage. Wait, what? You are You're drunk. drunk. Oh, drink! Oh, but shit. No. <laughs> nope, not when you're drunk. I'll sip, I'll sip to that. 
<laughs> um, I still get a 12. So you got a 12, and uh, Carlton, what were you? And your... my uh, disadvantaged roll was an 18. Okay, Carlton, you're surprisingly dexterous for a drunk person, and it's probably because you've uh, like, been... Uh, drunk in boxing. <laughs> <laughs> you've been drunk a lot. Yes. So in your drunken state, there is sober Carlton, and there's drunk Carlton. And where sober Carlton ends and drunk Carlton begins... You you've suddenly you have you know how to exist with this much alcohol in you. Drunk Carlton has his own Twitter account. Yes, he does. <laughs> All we have to do now is make this check. Check our deck somehow. Check, All check. we need to Oh my do. god, I can hear you from upstairs. Are you going to keep singing all night or are you going to eat and go to bed? Sorry, sorry. I was I, I was thinking of someone. My bad. <laughs> no carols. I don't like carols. Did you see a piano down there? And then you hear a door slam. And sorry, was like in the process of Burnett? grabbing like grabbing the loot on her back to join in and hears this and just slowly lets go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, Jonathan, you don't necessarily get hit smack in the face, but you you like the door catches you as you go in and you kind of have a struggle. Like you literally get in a little bit of a fight with that door. It's like uh, it's like earlier. So this is Jonathan, the actual person, not Jonathan, the magic muscular. When I was putting up TR expands at at class, I kind of like threw one over this the bar that they're all attached to, and I kind of hit myself in the face almost. So I, I imagine it's that. Oh kind of yeah, struggle. it's that kind of struggle. It's the fighting your way out of a paper bag kind of struggle. The door opens, <laughs> it closes, it opens, it closes. I will demonstrate for, to to the not to the benefit of our uh, audio listeners. <laughs> And you make that noise, too. And then when you finally are done with your epic fight with the door, which you thought was the final <laughs> boss battle, um, <laughs> you, get into the, you get into the kitchen and all of your jaws just drop. Thanks for listening to Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks. Keep an eye out for the second half of this episode coming soon. Meanwhile, follow us on Twitter, at Dungeon Drunks, or at our host podcast, at Glibshark or www.glibshark.com and see you next encounter.